They're leading the presidential welcoming committee next week. Ugh. Back to ghetto some chat. Don't worry, I'll get to it. I don't want Biden here, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why right now. Well, not right now. We'll do it in a little while. Hey, by the way, this portion program brought to you by Parkinson's Plumbing Electrical. Two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. So, Cochise County, I got to tell you, these... These two officials aren't budging. They don't want to certify this election, and uh, all hell is going to break loose and come down on them, and they deserve it all. They're hey, not. I think you're uh, uh, idiotic, but, uh, it, it, you know, hey, you're standing up for whatever it is that you think you need to do. They're so. not standing up for anything. Well, There's nothing the, to stand the whole, up for. The whole thought process, to me, no. I can at least give you props for being a wackadoo. Okay. Well, um, Rick Romley, uh, uh, former Maricopa County attorney. He, with uh, Terry Goddard, former AG here in Arizona, they put out a uh, uh, a letter to Attorney General Mark Burnovich yes. and said, you you really should do something here, Mark. Um, I don't know if you know, but in Cochise County, they're breaking the law. So we brought Rom, Romley on the show. Uh, here was the first question to him. Can Arizona move forward without Cochise County votes? Like, can we just say, okay, you guys don't want to certify it, or we'll just go without it? From what I understand, we can't do that. Can you? Do you know? Can you enlighten us on that? I, I wish I could give you a definitive answer, but I don't know exactly. But I do not believe that we can go forward, and that's why uh, the Secretary of State has filed a mandamus action, as well as I don't know the name of the nonprofit, mm. but they've also filed a mandamus action, which basically asks the court to order them to do their statutory duty itself. And um, uh, but I do not believe that we can move forward. And think about it: if we had, you've disenfranchised how many voters? You know, that did what they were supposed to do. They want their vote to be counted. And here you have two individuals that are, you know, not following through on their official duties. And because of that, some elections may be uh, overturned. You know, the the Tom Horn case and the superintendent of public instruction, you know, uh, that that's a very close race. So uh, but I don't believe you can. But I can't say definitively. I haven't researched it that good. So, uh, way, guys, I, I, hey, can I do something? Yeah, sure. I'm going to get in trouble if I don't. You want to shout out? My wife told me to tell you guys hello and that she loves your show. Now I. I'm not going to get in trouble tonight. Uh, all right, I just wanted good. to do that. <laughs> I had to get it out of the way, guys. So Rick Romley I, wanted to shout a shout out go. to Rick Romley's wife. There you everybody. go. Very good. Uh, yeah, my wife. Uh, tr- trust me. She's telling me all the time. I don't get to always listen to your show because it's time of the day. But she she just loves you guys. She just does. That's so. great. Well, we appreciate, appreciate that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, thanks so much for saying that. And we'll definitely send your check uh, on the way. <laughs> so what's the next step? So this thing's going to go to, obviously, court. You guys are going to go oh. as fast as you possibly can. How fast can that be? Because doesn't Ducey have to do this by when? Early December? We have to have this done and yeah, dusted? That is exactly right. And I, I think the courts are going to be stepping in. But l- let me back up if I can. You know, when Terry Goddard and I, we were discussing this issue, I can tell you from my perspective, you know, I've been looking at all the conspiracy issues and the allegations of election fraud, threatening to throw people in jail, you know, uh, from in the attorney general's race. You know, one of the candidates was saying that with absolutely no evidence. I was becoming more and more frustrated. And as Terry and I were talking about it, 
I, we just it just hit us both really hard. You know, there's been such a lack of leadership in this state. You know, uh, to doing the right thing and standing up and speaking out publicly. You know, uh, about what needs to be done that we just decided, you know, we may not have any authority anymore, but we are former uh, law enforcement officers. And so we decided to have our voice be, you know, uh, be out there a little bit. And, you know, part of what we were, you know, the, the contradictions. Here you have the attorney general right now has sent a letter to Maricopa County demanding all of this information, inferring wrongdoing, you know, by at the election in Maricopa County. But they've done nothing against Cochise County when it appears, at, at least at first blush, to be a clear violation of state law and a felony. Somebody needs to get this back in order. This craziness has to stop. And so. I, I urge people to start speaking up. It's time we stop this craziness. That is a, yeah, that's a great point. We, we, we didn't bring that up. So let's, let's follow that for a moment. You have the attorney general here in Arizona who demanded and wanted to speak to Maricopa County election officials. And Chad and I sat here and like, okay, that's cool. Let, let the Maricopa County election officials tell, the, tell, tell Burnovich what happened. Yeah. Where is Mark Burnovich today with Cochise County? He's done nothing. And that's a clear violation of the law with what they're doing in Cochise County. So it's like, you know, Burnovich is one of these guys where he kind of sits on the fence. I want Trump to endorse me. I don't want Trump to endorse me. I think the election was fraudulent. I think the election was kind of safe. He he wanted to go and he wanted to investigate Maricopa County, but he's sitting on his rear end for Cochise doing nothing. It's a great point. Great point, Rick. Well, uh, I, I can tell you this, that from the letter I've received an email back from the Cochise County. County attorney, and he basically thanked me for the letter, but he said, as you know, I cannot talk about what my options are and what I plan to proceed with, but thank you, but, and I am aware of this issue. I've heard nothing from Bronovich yet, wow. and um, that, that's disappointing. It really is disappointing, and, and quite frankly, it's time for the, the individuals in this state, especially the leaders in this state, to stand up and say, enough is enough. Come on, guys. Everybody has to do their job. Hmm. And, you know, the there's there's other options here, by the way, uh, beyond the criminal penalties. Okay. And we pointed those out to the county attorney in an email today. And that, you know, if the board of supervisors fails to uh, adhere to the legal advice of the county attorney, and the county attorney says it's improper for them to do it, they're personally liable for any costs that come to the county that way. If there's a recount, whatever, lawsuits, they're personally liable, and an action can be brought on that. And I I hope he's pointed that out to the Board of Supervisors. Also, there's the ability to proceed with what's called an accusation. This is a way, it's kind of like an impeachment proceeding, but it's for county elected officials. There is a process in place by which elected officials can be removed from office for malfeasance, misfeasance, nonfeasance, etc. So there are other options here. Our point is, Terry Goddard's and my point is this. Somebody must stand up and say there has to be an accountability when an elected official that took an oath of office fails to do their statutory duty. And this is non-discretionary. This is not one of those types of things where you can say, I won't do that. When they fail to do their duty, there needs to be an accountability. Otherwise, you're just emboldening other people to maybe do it again next year. Whatever. We almost had it with Mojave County this year. Yeah. 
Do you think you thought, hey, you know what, Ducey, you need to get involved. This is your party here. You need to get involved and, and, and push a little bit here, uh, you know, because the, before this thing becomes any more of a nightmare and then people do get arrested and they do go in and grab the ballot boxes, uh, you know, a DPS. Uh, let's see if maybe cooler, calmer heads can prevail. I, I would hope he would. I mean, it really is time for the leadership to step up and um, take control here. Uh, enough of this. I mean, these conspiracy theories are, are totally out of control. And we need to bring back faith in, in our processes and our systems. And if there is a real issue with the integrity of it, do it the right way. There, are, there is a procedure in place that if somebody thinks that something went wrong, that it, they can bring an action uh, for it. But the Board of Supervisors did not follow the law. All right. That was a piece of our interview from earlier today. Um, Rick Romley. Uh, he's uh, he's right on a lot of these things. I'm yeah. glad that he stepped up. He's the former Maricopa County attorney, former AG. Uh, Terry Goddard joined us yesterday. These two gentlemen are saying, OK, we're not in office anymore, but we used to lead this this state. And we like the rule of law. Right. And they're looking and they're saying, where's Mark Burnovich, the AG? He was bellyaching about what happened in Maricopa County. OK, you're not saying a word about Cochise County. They're holding up the entire yeah. election. Very quiet. Yeah. Uh, Bernovich is a coward. Uh, he's got a yellow stripe right down his back. Uh, and I just don't get it. I don't get it because sometimes he's outspoken and, you know, it's like, okay, I get that guy. Uh, sometimes, sometimes you think, okay, he's kind of turned the corner. He's over this stuff. And then nah. at the end of the day, he gets sucked back in. He and likes to sit on that fence yeah. about the election being rigged. And then, you know, he got the big 60 minutes interview and he goes, no, 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 the election wasn't rigged. But of course he was saying beforehand, yeah, there were a ton of weird irregularities and all this stuff. I mean, Mark Burnovich is a waste. You know what it, it is? is a wa- he is he is such a zero. It is do something. It is the it's the allure of all of the stuff, the trappings of being in politics at a level where you've got people that follow you around that you don't have to do anything. You don't no open guts. a door from yourself. No guts. And 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 and. That's people get sucked into that. Yeah, they do. They get sucked into that. And I'm telling you, there's so much of that is I don't want to give up my fiefdom. I don't want to give up my stature. I don't want to give up my my all the stuff. And it's sad, but true. Yeah. Bernavich can't wait to investigate the so-called fraud in the 2020 election in Arizona. Can't couldn't wait. But here you've got Cochise County holding everything up. He's nowhere to be found. He's gutless. All right. uh, Coming up next, speaking of gutless, we've got a president who I'm not really thrilled uh, about either. Joe Biden wants to come to Arizona and not see the border. Hey, guess what? Don't come. Don't come here. Talk about that next. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, Chad, you got to read anything because I want to start talking about something. No, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it live. Um, I don't want Joe Biden to come to Arizona. All right, me either. Oh, are you on the same uh, team as me now? Well, I've always been on the same team. I'm just saying, I'm, I was wondering, you know, because uh, so the president of the United States, Becky Lynn, was, ta- was talking about it in her uh, newscast, and he's going to come talk about the economy. Uh, you're going to come and step in- into Arizona and not see the border because you've opened it. That thing is wide freaking open. 2.4 million migrants arrested at the southwest border this year. It's the most ever. I'm just, I, I, I got to tell you, like, I'm insulted by the fact that he's coming here. Yeah. And I'm insulted by the fact that he's coming here because, first of all, Arizona helped him win an election. Arizona voted for him more than they voted for Donald Trump. Okay. 
And this is the first time you're coming to Arizona as the president, and you're not even going to look at your biggest disaster that you've created? You're going to ignore it? You got a lot of the cojones Cojones to come here and not go and look at our border. I got to tell you. It is a, uh, it's, uh, I'm I'm also at the point where I'm like, you know what, what am I, what what, what are we going to do at this point? He's not going to come here. He doesn't really care. Uh, you're going to come here and tout, look at all the great things I'm doing, manufacturing's back, blah, 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 blah. All the while, you know what would be better than even getting Ducey out? Everybody listening, get your butts there, hold up signs, go to the border, go to the border, go to the border. Make it uncomfortable for him while he's here. Well, he's not going to go to the border. Well, make it uncomfortable like he wants to get back on that plane. Well, yeah, I I mean, you know, I heard about it this morning. I was talking to Broomhead about it at 850 uh, with the big Q. And, you know, he was talking about, well, Biden's coming here. And it it just, I feel insulted. I wonder if if other Arizonans feel uh, uh, equally insulted. Because uh, it's one thing, you know, to not, it's, it's one thing to not be able to stop people from coming in. Yeah, it's another thing to allow everybody to walk over and, and to not even try. Done. Right. And to not try every policy that he has is open border. And I want to just be real clear. A lot of people always have said, oh, well, Democrats are all for open borders. That is not true. Joe Biden is. I didn't believe Barack Obama was an open border guy who it, built more, more wall, Obama or Trump. Well, Trump wanted to build it. I get it. Trump would have built all of the wall. Yeah. Obama got away with it without being called a racist exactly. every five minutes. Exactly. Exactly. And that was wrong. There's no doubt uh, that, you know, they should have allowed Trump to, to build some wall. But, you know, Biden coming here and just ignoring the one thing that he should see while he's in Arizona. Here's the other part of it. If you're Governor Doug Ducey, what do you do? Because you've gone so far as you're setting up shipping containers at the border. Yeah. You're busing people to D.C. and New York and Chicago. Okay, so if the governor, uh, and by the way, when Biden gets here, from what we understand, I believe that Ducey has to be formally invited to meet the president at the airport. Because it's a security thing. Okay. Right? Because you've got your security detail. He has his security detail. But I also there think are that- situations where you're going to meet. Is it going to be a photo op? Because that's something you have to worry about, too. Because you know what? If you've never seen when a president arrives, let me tell you something. It is crazy. Well, it shuts everything. everything it shuts it is so you start looking up like there's snipers places there. I mean, it is crazy. But but if Biden does not formally invite Ducey to welcome him into Arizona, I'll tell you this right now. A lot of people will say that's a bad look for Ducey yeah. and it won't be his fault. Just like uh, just like saying, hey, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, if you voted for McCain, don't vote for me. Well, this is a bad look if you're not even going to meet the guy that runs our state. Right. Just because he's in another party. Just because he's in another party because you're upset and uncomfortable with the fact that he's bringing up something that our two Democratic senators are bringing up on a daily basis. This can't happen anymore. I think Ducey. Do you think they'll even be there? I think I don't. You know what? I don't know. I don't know. I think this is a tough place for Biden to come. I really do. I think it's a tough place for Biden to come to. Is he it's, that? Is his? Are his people so tone deaf, Candace, that they they're like, no, you should totally go there because we're opening up this big thing. It's a big deal. Are they so tone deaf? They're like, you guys are really serious about this uh, immigration thing. Do they not? Are they not reading the room? Yeah, I think they're tone deaf. Yeah. I don't think he'd show up in Texas. I don't think he'd show up in Arizona. Of course, he'd show up in California because California is blue. But 
you know, showed up in Florida for the for you know, but there was a reason for that. There was yeah. a hurricane. Yeah, there was a hurricane. Yeah, but would he show up on a daily basis for something? But I there's don't a crisis so. at the border. He doesn't yeah. show up for that. He's proven that he wants to ignore it. Yeah, that he wants people just to. Well, walk he's doing over. a good job. He's doing a great job at that. But if if I'm Governor Doug Ducey and I can get myself to the airport and I'm cleared to do it, I, I I'll oh. tell you, I've got a minute with the president. Uh, maybe you do pull a Jan Brewer and a wag the finger at Barack Obama's face. You shoot, you shoot your shot. And I'm talking about bullets and guns. I'm talking about no. the reality of going there and saying, hey, here's my elevator pitch of how could we deliver, you know, this entire state says we're going to vote for you, right, and and deliver you your nine electoral college things because and then all of a sudden you turn your back, you haven't been here since the beginning of it, and you ignore the crisis that is not only affecting us, but the amount of fentanyl that is coming through was at 75% of all fentanyl that comes to this country comes through here and kills how many people and you can't even be bothered yeah to swing by yeah that's yeah that's why it's just i'm so irritated by his visit next week yeah that he's not going to go and i know when he goes and looks at the border i know it at least it at least it means he went and and someone got him knowledge that there is a border and there's you know something it's like i know you're not going to fix it but at least acknowledge that you've sucked at this part of your job the big thing yeah to show up there would be an acknowledgement that it is a mess a mess well i don't think he's going to do it and i say why don't you stay home Stay home. You don't want to look at the biggest problem that we've got, one of the biggest problems that we've Absolutely. got here? It's just insu- it's insulting to us. We're supposed to welcome you here? Yeah. All right. It's frustrating. All right. Uh, we got a couple things uh, to end the show uh, with. There was a, a, a sad death in the music world today. Yeah. Plus, there's a study that says Arizona Cardinals fans are a bunch of fakers. Well, speaking of the Cardinals, they're fighting with each other right now. They are. That's interesting. We'll talk about that next. right now and it has become a hit uh, she passed away today 79 Christy McVie uh, she was married to John McVie who was the bass player for uh, Fleetwood Mac but she's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame she's in the British Academy uh, for for songwriters I mean everything that you could win and do she has done so her big songs Everywhere, obviously big. Uh huh. Tell me lies. Tell me lies. Tell me. Uh, Great song. Don't stop. I mean, she was. I mean, she was a, a, a not just a supporting cast. She was the cast next to Stevie Nicks, and and it was. It's sad because this song has taken off. Have you seen the commercials? Right. It's recharted again. Uh, and once you hear that hook and stuff, and when she sings, you're just like, oh my god. You know what's amazing is that songs from years and years ago. Uh, they can come right back. The the example is, is it Kate Moss? Yeah. Uh, running, running up, up that, that hill. hill. And that, that was an 80s song. Yeah. But because, yeah, she's an odd bird. <laughs> but, yeah, but it came back yeah. and it was like, at the t- it was one of the top hits of the summer because it, of Stranger Things. It's so funny because uh, when it was on, I remember the kids are like, they're, they're watching, they're like, listen, the song comes on the radio and yeah. I start singing it and she goes, everybody looks at me and they're like, you know the song? I said, well, first of all, I said, <laughs> right. uh, Kate Bush, I know everything about Kate Bush you need to know. I said Kate Moss, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Kate Moss. She did. But I said, uh, Is it Kate of course, Bush? Kate Bush, yeah. Who the hell's Kate Moss? Then? Kate Moss was the She's one. model. Yeah, model. Johnny Depp's ex. Yeah. Not the really one who. Really thin. Was really, the, yeah, really, she's a wafer. Really. She's thin. a wafer. 
She's that wasn't yet. the one who missed the... Uh... No, no, that was Amber Turd. Oh, Turd, I'm oh, sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> did you mean to say that? It was that a Freudian slip. Yeah, yeah, no, that's real. You no. meant to say it. Yeah, okay. of course I did. Are you kidding me? Sorry. I mean, it should be. Kate but, Bush, not Kate Moss. Yeah, so okay. Kate Bush. But, you know, I mean, look, Scott, she was huge. I mean, so she sang lead on Fleetwood Mac, uh, Rumors, Tusk, oh. Live, Mirage, Tango in the Night, yeah. Behind the Mask, and The Dance. Yep. Massive. Massive. Uh, Got a Hold on Me was another one. That was her solo hit. Hmm. Oh, God, man, that's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. Very uh, quickly passed away, apparently. Nobody knew that she was sick, and they said that she had a brief illness, and that was it. Still got her music. Yep. She was 79, though. Let me be honest. You live to be 79 as a rock star, I think, you know, (laughs) because rock star years are like dog years. That's right. Right? That's true. You know, you probably, for every year you live, it's probably, you know, for every six months is maybe a year for them. So she, real rock star, she's right around 150. (laughs) Right? 150. Like, how old do you think some of those, you know, like you go and look at any, I mean, any of the stones. I mean, come on. How old do you think they are? 400 years old? Oh, gosh. Right. Yeah, but they're still touring. Yeah, Mick. Yeah, they're all still there. That's, you know. Yeah, because they finally lost their first band member this year, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, so Charlie Watts died. Mm, that's right. So, but now he lost, uh, but again, and he was the one you thought, well, he might live the longest because he doesn't seem to really do anything. Who's the guy who inhaled his own father's ashes? That was Keith snor- Richards. Keith, Keith Richards. Richards. Yeah, he snorted his father. Seems like some Ozzy would do, too. He snorted <laughs> his father, Becky Also, Lid. still living. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't kill Keith. His father is still living? No, no Keith I'm Richards not. is still living. <laughs> Keith Richards is still living. You can't kill that. He's not mortal. All right, Becky Lynn's next, Arizona's Evening News. I'll see you, man. See you, brother.